Welcome to Finding Your Voice After 40, a weekly podcast that includes interviews with multicultural women and men over the age of 40 who have gone from ordinary to extraordinary living. I am your host, Kenya McGuire-Johnson, and as an artist, educator, and certified health, wellness, and mindset coach, my goal is to share incredible interviews and stories of people you may know or you may not know who are reclaiming and renewing their lives. Whether you're over 40 or not quite there yet, each week you will be inspired to thrive and not simply survive. Remember, change is inevitable, but growth is optional. To learn more about our amazing self-care and wellness holistic services, head on over to www.findingyourvoiceafter40.com or to get bonus episodes, head over to our Patreon and become a subscriber at patreon.com slash findingyourvoice. Stop defending and start redefining motherhood after 40. Mm. We are tapping into motherhood season. Mother's Day weekend is coming soon. We will be in May next week at the time of this release. Um, And this episode is really, really this whole, yeah, this whole episode is really dedicated um, to starting off motherhood season and Mother's Day season. Um, I want to first talk about a little bit about this um, special guest that we have, Lavelle Smith-Hall. You are going to truly be inspired. Um, If you are a mom out here, you're going to be saying amen through the whole (laughs) episode. If you're not a mother, you're going to be be able to relate as an auntie or as a daughter or sister. Um, Just a lot of really wonderful... um, concepts and ideas for us to begin to put our mind around motherhood and especially, you know, mothering the current generations, the younger generations right now and what that means and, you know, and how this ish is hard. This is hard. You know, I'm a mom and I always say by far being a mother has definitely been my really for me my hardest my hardest job and i don't say that in a way to say i don't want to have children i'm you know i wanted to have children i'm grateful for my boys who are now young men um but you know it really it 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 changed my life in a really beautiful way and in a way i had to really really work hard and i think lavelle does a really wonderful job talking about her journey as a mother and how she has started her own company, Mom Logics, specifically for Black motherhood, specifically for Black moms who needed a safe space and stop defending how they're feeling and really start redefining um, motherhood for themselves. So this is a goodie. Um, before we dig in, I have two Mother's Day motherhood-related um, opportunities I want to toss your way. So first up, Um, As you know, I do astrology for self-care, for clients and coaching. I also um, am going to be starting to do astro self-care meetups virtually. And so our first one is coming up on May 7th. And the name of this meetup is Your Moon Sign and its relationship to the mother-daughter relationship. Okay. How your moon sign relates to your mother. 
Hmm. And how you mother. And so if you're curious, want to know, well, how do I even know what my moon sign is? <laughs> you need to come. Um, or let's say, you know, your moon sign and what does it have to do with my mom again? You need to come or, you know, your kid's moon sign, or you want to find out their sign and how am I parenting my kids? Really? For real? For real? In what ways? So again, astrology is very powerful and, um, it has, when, when you really begin to tap in and learn more, um, about it, you see that these different planets that are above us greatly impact us below. So your moon sign is very connected. It's, it's, if you think of the moon, it's feminine, it's the maternal, um, and it's completely related to our emotions and our body. Um, and in terms of relationships, it's extremely related to how we were parented, how we um, had to relate to our mothers based on um, the sign that it's in. So if you're curious about that, go ahead and join, sign up. Um, this is a completely free meetup for those who are part of our Patreon. Um, they will be emailed a specific promo code so that when they sign up, they don't have to, um, pay anything. The fee is just a holding fee. So from now on, most of our finding your voice, um, events, virtual events, um, if it is not a, a real true registration fee, we do what's called a holding fee. And so really that holding fee is just $10, but what it does is it allows you to grab your spot. And then when you attend, um, we will, you know, mark off that you attended and your $10 will be refunded to you. If you do not attend, then um, you can credit that $10 toward a future Finding Your Voice event. So it's just a way for us to make sure that when people sign up, um, we have you be just a bit more committed to coming. So we have our $10 holding fee. Um, if you just go to astromeetup.eventbrite.com, uh, you can register, you can sign up for that. And um, it's all in the show notes. And also my link tree, linktr.ee slash Kenya MJ music. It is there. So if you are part of our Patreon, you do not have to pay. You will be getting promo codes. If you're like, well, I'll, uh, you can still join. You can go ahead and join the Patreon. So you can go, you can attend this for free. We have our 30 day free trial. So we're really not trying to make this a fee ridden thing, as you can see but um, it's very fascinating. Um, so I'm gonna be really teaching you as well as guiding you and, and giving you more information on how to better understand this mother-daughter relationship, as well as some other really amazing aspects of your moon sign. So second mother's thing, I'm so, so excited about this. This I'm really super excited about. So finding your voice, we are officially, we, we have finally starting to connect with other small businesses and doing some affiliate work. And so we are partnered now with a company, a new boutique, small business boutique, black owned business called A Beautiful Fix. And we got a special Mother's Day gift for you. Okay. So let me tell you first a little bit about this company because it's a really special and unique company. Um, the owner's name is Tracy Hill. Um, and again, it's called A Beautiful Fix. It's a company that's passionate about curating high vibrational and inspirational products that enhance the mind, the body, the spirit, while also prioritizing simplicity and conscious living. 
I'm all about that. All about that. Their products are thoughtfully designed to elevate daily routines and promote a sense of well-being. And they're committed to empowering you to connect with your inner self, live your best life, and create a positive, positive impact in the world around you. So Y'all know this is this couldn't be a better match, right? For finding your voice. <laughs> and so they're introducing a new ultimate bundle for those, a bundle gift set for those who are seeking positivity and inspiration. And it's gratitude in a bundle. That's what they're calling this. So basically, this is a set. And what the set includes is a beautiful fixes gratitude t-shirt. I have one. I love my t-shirt. It's pink. It's comfy. Um, and you also get what's called the lucky everything is always working out for you affirmation cling set. And really what that is, is like a sticker that you can put on anything and it has an affirmation on you and the affirmation or it has an affirmation on it. And the affirmation is everything is always working out for you. So the t-shirt is made from soft, comfortable, hundred percent combed and ring spun cotton. Um, and it features a mandala graphic with the word gratitude. So for those of you who do your gratitude practice, you want to grab this shirt, um, be all about it. And then you also get that affirmation cling set. Okay. So this is a really, really cool offer. Um, all you have to do, you do need to go into our show notes. You'll see all about this. You click on there and, um, it's a perfect gift for mother's day for all the special mothers in your life, as well as for you moms, as well as for you, but you can't wait too long on this because there's a special discount. So when you go into the show notes and you click where it says a beautiful fix in here in the podcast, you'll go on the site and you'll see, um, the gratitude bundle. And you'll also though see a pop-up that will say join subscribe to their newsletter. Cause again, they're a new business. And once you subscribe, it automatically gets you a discount promo code. So that discount promo code, you want to use that so that you can get 20% off. Now, this is the deal. The special for the 20% off is only good through May 2nd, but if you want your bundle to be mailed in time for Mother's Day, you need to make that purchase by April 29th. Now, I know we coming out on April 27th on the podcast, so I know those dates are kind of tight, but again, that's just for the promo. So even if you miss the promo, you need to go over there. You need to go ahead and purchase. You need to go do the deal, right? You need to go do the deal. Um, so super proud of this small company's beautiful logo, beautiful logo. And um, we want to make sure we support. So they are going to be co-sponsoring um, an upcoming summer event that I haven't announced yet, but we'll be announcing soon. And here at Finding Your Voice um, in our newsletters and here on the podcast, you know, we will regularly be um talking about them and endorsing them because it's a, it's a beautiful concept to really still promote this idea of inner peace and positivity and positive energy. So that is that. So we've had a long intro, right? Long intro today because <laughs> we got a lot of goodies. Um, but let's do our hashtag Thursday thrive. Let's do our self-care call to action. I am grateful for all I have and all I'm about to receive. Look at that gratitude coming everywhere. Look at that gratitude. So here are some three things to do, okay? Start a gratitude list, okay? List by focusing on three things you feel grateful for every morning or evening. 
Another thing you can do is to challenge yourself to keep expanding your list. And then finally, meditate and focus on all the blessings in your life and notice how it shifts your thinking. That's probably the biggest thing is to notice how it's shifting you. So we got lots of gratitude. We got motherhood, all kinds of just beautiful energy. And we're not going to stop, not going to stop. So we're going to go on in and tap into this week's episode, Stop Defending and Start Redefining Motherhood After 40, an interview with Lavelle Smith-Hall. And we are here this week with a really beautiful soul. She's beautiful, you know, on the outside too, but really beautiful soul. And I, I'm really excited to have her on the podcast because of not only her beautiful soul, but the work she's doing, I think is really unique and special. So hi, Lavelle. How are hi, you? Kenya. I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to be here. So thank you for that warm intro. I'm excited oh, yeah. to be here. Oh, we got more intro too, because you got you got lots uh -oh. of good stuff. We got lots of good stuff to talk about. But you know, the whole focus, I think, you know, it's funny. I know you personally, so I know how warm you are in general and how giving you are. And in today's though space and in our interview. I want to give you your flowers and have you have an opportunity mm -hmm. to share. Yeah. A little more of how, you know, how this life of yours, <laughs> how it's feeling. Um, obviously, you know, all of us are lifing after 40 at the same time. I know yeah. that you've done so much wonderful work after 40. That's really special. So I'm, I'm looking forward to the audience getting to know you um, in this light. So. Yeah. yeah. I, and I appreciate you. I said this, you know, to you earlier, like normally I'm, I'm in the space you're in. And so I'm always, you know, asking the questions and finding out more and sharing to the wonderful communities I've developed over the years. But so this is, this is not only new and rare, but it's exciting. <laughs> uh, so yeah, thank Good. you. For that. Yeah. We need to put some spotlights on, on you for yeah. sure. So so before I ask a whole bunch of questions, I'm going to read something to you. So I just want you to sit back and relax and just listen for just a moment. Okay, let's see. Lavelle Smith-Hall, also known as the Mom Shifter, is a personal growth consultant who trains businesses, organizations, and individuals on the enormous benefits of parenting through the lens of emotional intelligence. She's a mompreneur, author, coach, founder, and chief mom of MomLogics, an online startup which exists to empower Black moms with the best strategies to enjoy better relationships with their children, spouses, and families. As a mother herself of one adult child and one teenager, she guides other moms to apply lifestyle changes to help them effectively manage and enjoy motherhood. So tell me this. Now, I I know I ask for people to send by all the stuff, but I like to just go in and see what I can find online and all yeah. the stuff. How did it feel to hear that being read back to you? Um, very humbling. And uh, wow, because <laughs> when you hear yourself on paper, it's like, wow, I, I kind of did all of that. But when you're doing it, you're not doing it for the paper read. 
Mm. Right. You're not mm-hmm. doing it for the accolades. You, you know, for, for me personally, it really is very purpose mission driven and really an yeah. extension of who I am. So yeah. to hear it, it's like, yeah, but I, and so I, <laughs> I say the humility because I really, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where I don't see what I do as work oftentimes. Mm. Mm. I love that. And so this is a really unique name, Mom Logics. Now, typically I ask guests, I'm like, oh, let's talk a little bit about your 20s and 30s before we get kind of into this 40 plus life. But I don't want to do that with you because it's a very unique name and a very unique, um, I think, opportunity um, for, for mom. So can you share, first of all, how did you come up with Mom Logics, the whole concept itself? Um, and yeah, let's just start there. How did you come up with this? Yeah. So I like to say I took credit because I think it's a really cool name, although it's the business name. I did not. (laughs) Uh, so while you read where I am professionally, I also have a background in advertising as a copywriter. So words Mm -hmm. are my thing, Uh, right? Yes. Words are my thing. I love words as a reader, as a writer, as an author Mm -hmm. and all that as a copywriter. Mm Um, this was a God given, not only name, but idea, mm. right? Mm. I was living my life as a mom, although I was that, that, that mom that a lot of mothers in our, in, in the community would come to, mm. um, to ask questions for resources for, Hey, Lavelle, how did you do that? How did you find out about that? You know, tell me mm. more. So it was always the gatherer and the connector. I mean, that's mm. typically, you know, that's me, um, <laughs> I wanted to put on a workshop for mothers and moms to talk about how do you get your kids in college? How do you get them exposed? Mm. How do you do these things that I was getting a lot of questions about as it related to Alec, my oldest, as he was Mm -hmm. journaling through high school, getting them ready to go off to college. Uh, And so I was talking with a friend and she was over and I said, hey, listen, I wanna do this workshop. What do you think? We come up with like five, four or five workshops that really mm. spoke to moms, parents as they're releasing their children, or at least wanting to learn about the process and the journey. Because mm. what I realized for me as a mom, it was very emotional. Mm. It was a really emotional, not the tactical things, but the thought that Alec is leaving, mm. um, going off to college. I'm in the middle of it. It's so overwhelming. I have all of these emotions. And if mm. I'm somewhat the person who can find these things because I'm great at resources and research, what are other moms? <laughs> right, <doing>? exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, exactly. I'm going to do a workshop, right? right? And so we didn't have a name right, for, for, business, for you mompreneurs out there. You know, it's, it's a lot, you'll hear a lot of hosted by, sponsored by, yeah. powered by. So we yeah. didn't have a name. It's like, is Lavelle Smith Hall doing this? Are you doing it as a mom? <laughs> ah, is business doing like, yeah. So Mom Logics wasn't a business at the time. It was who's powering this. When mm. that question was asked, I said, I don't really know. Right? I had my previous brand, LSH, and we did podcasts. Yeah. And all about, yeah. Right. The, the, you know, and so that female empowerment. And I was like, well, that's not the same energy. Mm. I said, you know what? I'm gonna pray about it. Like, give me a, a day or so. I'm going to go, you know, my prayer closet, my prayer closet is my shower. <laughs> that, that's what God I and I it. connect. Yes. 
in the shop. We've been at yeah. this a long time. A long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've had this a long time. So sure enough, I go into the prayer closet, the shower, and I hear, just as clear as you're talking to me, mm. well, yeah, I hear mom logic. Mm. Or then I say, okay, God, did you say mom logic? Or did you say mom logics with an S? This is us <laughs> having this conversation. But it's stuck. And so the friend comes back the next day and I say, hey, listen, I got a name and mm-hmm. I'm telling you, this is who's powering this guy gave it to me. And so she asked the same question. Well, is it singular floor? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> but we kind of go through it. But here's what we do. What I think is so interesting. We didn't just take the name. We really sat as moms to think about what is that thing that we miss. Because when you're parenting, it's not all logical. No, it's right. Not all, it's, it's not logical at all. <laughs> I think that's kind of the, the interesting paradox of the name. Because it's like, can you help us make When I see mom logics, it's like, okay, are you trying to like help us make sense of this? Because there's so much of it that doesn't. <laughs> yes. And, and, and that, that's part of it. It's a lot of questions, not a whole lot of answers. I, I would say, having been in this space and done the work, I mean, the work that we've done in Mom Logics isn't just the community work, because that's how we, once we got the name established, we rolled it out. We did, you know, a social community and we grew that. And then we did yeah. events and then we grew that. Um, pandemic helped us to validate mm-hmm. it because we went into the check ins virtually. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were one of the first teams, organizations that introduced our our team of moms to zoom like to even Mm. use it because we knew we were going to be a virtual company so we had learned this technology early so we went right into zooming yeah um, really early um but what we realized was that in addition to a safe space in addition to some of the facts that we suffer in silence particularly black moms Mm -hmm. um we also from a logical standpoint like it doesn't make sense, but sometimes you don't need anyone to make the sense for you. Mm. You need to be in a, in a community to at least be able to share with someone who's going through it, who's similar to you, but so that you realize I am not my children, mm. right? Okay. Yeah. And my children are not me, but I'm also not my mother. And so we found through that research of talking to moms, focus grouping with moms, through our relationship with Penn State, where we develop a prototype and mm. we really focused on health disparities, that mm. we're kind of in an antiquated space in our thinking, wanting to raise these new age children who don't think like us, <laughs> who don't are think not like us. Not exactly. And, yeah. and, and so it's like we have to relearn and re and, and, and so our first tagline was a piece of motherhood. Well, here's the reality. We realize we don't really ever get the peace that we want um, in, in most cases. And so we shifted uh, about two years ago. And our new tagline is redefining Black motherhood because that's that. really what it's about. It's yeah. helping us to relearn some things, unlearn some things, and really ex- have the expectation that no matter how many children you have and you've given birth to and they grew up in your household, and they're going to be different. And yes. so that becomes the problem that most of us experience. We want to take mm-hmm. like what mom and daddy did to us and, and apply to them or what we did with our oldest and apply to the youngest. 
And that's no. where that part, yeah, yeah, it causes the great, you know, the, the, the whole idea of like some of this isn't logical, but I think it comes from us. And yeah. I think once we're able to learn some new tools and some new strategies and just be open to it's got to be a new experience for each child. Um, yeah. Right. So we have multiple mothering experiences um, with our children. Yes. Uh, which I also think yes. is very different than parenting experiences with our children. Mm. Oh my goodness. You just said so many good things. <laughs> and of course, as you're talking, I'm like, Oh, I got to follow up on this. Oh no, I'm going to follow uh -huh. up on this. Oh, I'm going to follow up on this. First of all, congratulations. Because as I said, I don't think that there's many black mother spaces that are currently being done in a way that's so kind of, contemporary, I guess. Yeah. And, you know, I, when I had my children as babies, you know, that was when Mocha Moms was really, really big. And I know that Mocha Moms was very paramount in supporting so many black mothers um, in this journey, because we had never really had this space like this, where it was just about, you know, yeah. what is this mommying thing all about as black women? Um, but, you know, life changes, seasons change, Mocha Moms shift. Um, I don't believe Mocha Moms is an incorporated active group anymore. Um, and, you know, you see different mom groups that are very much focused on still how, you know, what do we do with our child per se? But I think really supporting the mom, <laughs> you know, really supporting the mom and not so much just um, supporting the mom in these traditional ways to the point that you're saying we have a very, very, very different generation of children and of youth, and they are still having to exist in very, I think, antiquated spaces, uh, quite honestly, in terms of public education. Um, there are some private education that is, you know, attempting to push it a bit more, but still just even higher learning, even in um, higher education, just some very traditional spaces. And attempting to try to, you know, navigate your kid through that when they are not any of that. And then what that then, how you have to now handle the behavior of that. And then how you have to handle yourself in all of this. And so I just really say congratulations because it's, it, it's a big feat. I don't think, I, I assume that this takes a lot of work um, because there's a lot of, a lot of legs to this. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, congratulations on that. It's huge. Thank yeah. Thank you yeah. so much. Yeah. yeah, it is. It takes a lot more. I, I, quite honestly, the beginning of the work was just getting moms. Again, our, our, our core mother community or mom community is, is the black mom. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but there are also moms with black children. Mm -hmm. But it's helping her to see it's okay that we created a safe space to be able to ask questions that typically um, could be quite sensitive, yeah. but where ultimately she's judged and mm. she's shamed. Mm. And mm -hmm. so we really took a lot of time to ensure that, to repeat it, to make sure that she knows she's seen, she's heard. Um, we're all going to make different choices, but at the core of it, we love our children. Yeah. Except, and I believe that those who want, who support us, for the most part, they're not judging us to be malicious. Right. They're judging us because part of it is how they were conditioned. Yeah. Or part of it was the narrative that they saw, but they don't, and they don't also don't realize the enormous pressure mm. that they're placing on us 
And so I'll say this too, the, in addition to just it being, um, well, not just it being, but in addition to the idea that we wanted it to be a safe space for moms, we wanted to help them in that whole, I'm suffering in silence. What we found through research was that when we harbor, when we hold it in, then it starts to show up physically. Mm -hmm. it starts, so that emotional and mental stress will show up physically. And so when it hit home for me personally was when a dear friend of mine passed away um, from a third heart attack mm. after um, really being in a space where she was dealing what I call mom-ish. Yeah. Right. So we all yeah. deal with the mom ish. Right. And some right. of the mom ish is coming from just natural parenting. But mm -hmm. some of the mom ish is coming from some extra things. And we just don't know what to do with it. Whether Absolutely. it's our family, our spouses, our partners, our children, or friends. Yeah. All those that are judging us and not allowing us to be really who we want to evolve to be and become. Yeah. Um, and that's when I realized, and it wasn't just her since 2018, it's been other moms who are just overwhelmed and overworked and they don't have a space in which to really be able to be themselves. Mm. Um, I mean, something as simple as, you know, where do you go when you realize and recognize that your child is, um, is gay? Yeah. Yeah. At a very young age. Right? Yeah. Where do you go when you're dealing with those sorts of uh, special challenges that the world yep. sees and they, and they, and they shame you for, they blame yep. you for it. Yep. You don't have a space to go without someone then, you know, putting it in and questioning you and your abilities to mother or parents. Exactly. Now, again, progressive contemporary today, that's, that's, that is a huge reality. You know, it's not to say that children haven't been gay before, but we're in a very different world where children are in social environments where they're being accepted for that. They're being able to come, you know, forth with that. And for you as a parent to not know that about your child or the child not feeling safe in that space, that creates a whole new dynamic that I don't, you know, other generations may not have had to navigate as much. So I just, I, I profoundly appreciate you know, that you are, you are taking a leadership role in creating this particular for black women. And speaking of black women, so I, I want to, I want us to talk a little bit about, you know, self-care a little bit. And you've, you've alluded to this about the stress and, um, you know, how that impacts our health and so forth. Um, and you are doing all of this magical stuff and you're still a mom and you're still living and you're still, you know, you're still doing these things. So as you have, you know, I don't make people tell their ages. You do not have to say your age. If you want to, you're free to, but you are after 40. Yeah. <laughs> and for you, what, what has been the biggest difference in how you've had to take care of after 40 mom Lavelle prior to before 40 mom Lavelle? Ah, yeah, great question. Mm -hmm. I I don't think I pay. I, well, not don't. I did not pay attention to my needs at all mm -hmm. until I had my first panic attack, mm -hmm. and I was after forty, and it and it culminated in twenty eighteen, right around the time Alec was getting ready to go to college. I'd mm -hmm. never had a panic attack. 
Um, you know, some people, because we watch television and it's commercialized, think it's close to like, am I having a heart attack? Right. But right. for me, it was really difficult for me to breathe. Um, uh, it was based on a decision. So that I had made as a mom and the decision was to file for divorce. Mm. And, but I was also around the time Alec was getting ready to go off to college. So here I go, wow. self-caring, putting me first, but not realizing a blowback that it would have on mm. him to yeah. make the choice to go to the college he wanted. Mm. So, you know, spoiler alert, it ends well because <laughs> he did graduate from Cornell University. <sighs> However, that was not his choice. He wanted mm. to go to Georgetown. Georgetown was about 70000 Yeah. But because I'd made this decision, whatever nest egg I would have had, whatever decisions we could have made as a married couple was now yeah. tied up into this decision. Yeah. And if you go through, if you've been through a divorce, you know, it could be pretty hairy in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. And, Understatement. Understatement. Yeah. But yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and so I realized like, okay, not the best time. And and then I go back to, but okay, God, you said I followed, I'm being obedient. I know you're going to work this thing out, but what got me as a mom, and I believe here's where the panic attack came in because since before he was born or mm -hmm. he was old enough to hear my words and he was old enough to really start to believe me and saying, put in the work, do the work. You can go wherever you want. You can write mm -hmm. your own ticket. You can mm -hmm. be whatever you want. I mean, it's kind of like this antiquated thing that we traditionally <laughs> say. Exactly. You know, it's like, do the work and then everything will happen, you know, it'll work uh, out. Yeah. And, and for me to realize, like, that's not going to be how it works out for him. It was a dagger. Mm. Uh, and so in that mm. moment, I actually got on a flight. I'm a planner. Very mm -hmm. spontaneous found a flight to Phoenix, found a spa, and I just jumped on a flight and was there for five days. Now, that was the first time I'm away in a space like this, totally alone, no friends, yeah. no family, nothing but me for mm. five days to mm. figure this out. And what I also realized was the panic attack scared me. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, but it also said, again, I am I am like my, I am the supplier of my yes. own drug, if you will, right? Yeah. The thing that I'm pushing out with mom logic, I too also need. Um, and that became the, that became the journey for me. Mm. And I ever flow with it. I mean, I, I really do. I love my work. I love, I mean, I don't even think about it as work. Yeah. I love what I do. Um, and I do have to take time. So time is important for me, time away from everything. Mm -hmm. um, that's really part of my self-care. Um, I love connecting with friends and mm -hmm. I love FaceTime with friends and getting into good energy. That's another one. More recently, I started journaling again. Um, mm -hmm. So that's something that I really enjoy. Um, a reader, a writer, a writer, a reader. <laughs> Reading a book was hard. I've had mm -hmm. to train my to do audiobooks and I'm doing yep. quite well. Audiobooks are the jam girl. I'm doing Listen, quite well with audio. They're they're yes. saving me right now. Now I feel like a reader again because I'm like I can <laughs> Yes. Yes. Like I, I, I can actually say like finding yes. me. I'm actually reading Viola Davis's right, right. I'm loving. I'm 
I feel like, oh my gosh, yes. the world. Um, yes. And so, yes. and the last thing I'll say is, I, you know, vitamins work, right? You know, first of all, doctor visits. Like I have to say that I cannot mm-hmm. underscore that the most. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not a. Let me go get my hair done. Let me get my nails done. Let me get a manicure. Don't manicure. Those are fine. Not mm-hmm. knocking that. For me, that doesn't get in deep enough. So um, knowing that my health is is good, I've done doctor visits, appointments, all of those health checks, that's part of my self-care. That's yeah. very important. Right? Yeah. Without that, it can't really self-care, right? If you're worried about, I haven't done my mammogram, I haven't done this, you know, I haven't done that. Yeah. Um, uh, but the last thing I'll say this, that I absolutely love, and I'm a new, I'm a new, uh, well, I've experienced it about five times now. I do IV um, therapy treatments. Absolutely love them. Oh. And so this is IV of what? What is the, I mean, I think I've heard like oxygen treatments. What is the yeah. IV? Is it, is it a vitamin supplement type of IV? Yep. Okay. Yep. And yeah. so you get like 30 days worth injected in about a Oh, so then you don't have to trip. worry about every day taking a thing. <laughs> you don't have to worry about every day taking a thing. And when you really need a boost of energy, you get a shot of B12 or I've gotten vitamin boosters or immune boosters. You can kind of do, they call it, you know, this cocktail, Myers cocktail. You can kind of create whatever it is you're deficient in, whatever you need. Immune booster, you know, something that, you know, a lot of people are familiar with it, maybe like for hangovers, a lot of, you know, Hollywood stars, actresses, they'll do it. Um, People who work really long hours though, productions, you've tapped out. That's been my great go-to, um, yeah. you know, in the last, uh, since COVID I yeah. started. Yeah. yeah. Well, you just gave a lot. I hope everybody rewind. Cause you gave some really, really good self-care things and starting with that five day go away. Don't have any intrusion, disconnect and be in a space that however, you know, is going to f- make you feel alive. And I bring that up because, you know, that's why I started finding your voice honestly was to cre- curate kind of these retreat self-care um, experiences. And, you know, now I do a myriad of things, but the retreats are still for me, like the whole point is, because it's very difficult as much as we want to, you know, there are these things that we can do on a regular daily basis, which I think you gave some really good suggestions and things that you do. And there are ways that we, you know, I'm attempting to teach women how to leave with live with more ease and 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 not having to cram everything in one day, but really and understanding your worth differently so that you're not constantly, you know, in this stressful mode. But there always comes this time, I think, that we should regularly, literally retreat because life is still, you know, it's still in motion. And you're going to feel just the humanness in you is going to feel compelled to keep up with that emotion. But if you actually let go, go somewhere else, that's not where you can't just go do the laundry where you can't just go and do the things that are around your house. You're like, I'm going to retreat at home. It's like, I always challenge people. Yes, do that. There's a level of that that can be done. But the beauty of really getting out of familiar territory actually further supports you in a retreat kind of mindset. So yeah, yeah I, I I love that and, and <laughs> keep doing that. And and so I, I just have a few more questions. I'm looking at my clock. I'm like, ah, it's almost 30 minutes. <laughs> anyway. Um and you know, as far as mom logics and the moms, what are you seeing? Because you're you're working with black women a lot. I would imagine you're seeing a lot of 
black women activity. And there's a lot to me. I don't know if it's just because I'm in the space of working with black women as well. I'm just seeing so many things that I'm wanting us to begin to work more on or take notice of more. But what for you do you think is the biggest or the most common area, and I know this was not a question I gave you before time, but because you're tired, has made me think of this. What is an area that you see that black moms or black women in general maybe are having the toughest time? Or like you're really kind of saying, this is a this is like a repetitive, tough thing that I'm seeing and hearing from, from black women and black moms. I, I think the number one thing is we don't do exactly what you said. We don't take any time for ourselves. I I I, I talk to moms personally and professionally, mm. and if they are not on fire, like literally, they are not going to stop to be able to take care of them. They're going to do the the pretty the the mm-hmm. thing the beautification. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's not the the same way we're going to drop. And, and get to the doctor or get a checkup or get ourselves into a retreat space, We it, it's very rare that's going to happen. We have to figure out how to justify it. We have to be forced to do it. You said something earlier about um, the ease mm. and really re, and looking at and shifted the, the worth and the value. I spent a long time... Um, before Mom Logic launched and really immediately after, focused on the value of who we are. Mm-hmm. How do we help her? And that's part of the redefining Black motherhood. How do we help her see that for herself? Because value is bestowed upon us by so many other people. Mm-hmm. I have been a single mom, married, married the single mom. <laughs> <laughs> stay-at-home mom, working mom. I was going to say, you've done a lot. You you know what? Oh my gosh. I'm glad you're saying this. Say that again, because I want people to catch on. Because you haven't just been the the traditional mom. You've actually experienced. So say it one more time. Yeah, I have been the single mom. (laughs) I've been the married mom, the married but single mom, (laughs) the the working mom, the stay-at-home mom. Yes. Now the divorce mom, right? Yes. And, and and so I say that because it is so hard for us to see our own value. So mm. many people put in place what they believe our value is, and we believe it also. And it's not mm. until we redefine that, right, for mm. ourselves. And so I learned, because uh, I have also been in therapy. And one of the things I learned, the very first thing I learned with my therapist is stop defending Lavelle and start yeah. defining. Ooh, that might be yeah. the name of your episode. Oh, Lord. I got to write that down. Stop yeah. defending and start defining. And I've incorporated that into some of my teachings because I gotta that's write what we that. do. Yes. Yes. Right. It's and and I and it's and again it takes time, it takes retraining, it takes relearning, it takes unlearning, and it takes us. I love the finding your voice. So mm-hmm. I want to speak to that two things. Mm-hmm. I have whether it's a booming voice in an octave, but it's a powerful opinionated voice. 
Mm. When I took that trip to Arizona, it was so that Alec did not, my voice was quieter so he could make the decision that he would be most happiest with, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I also had to find my voice. So it was me being intentional about how I used it with him. I had Mm -hmm. to find this voice in my marriage because if you're the traditional financial breadwinner, traditionally, you don't have a voice if you're the non-breadwinner. And so I had to shift that. I became very unconventional (laughs) with that one because my value Our value as Black women, as Black moms, is not tied to the money always. And if we don't see it for ourselves, if we don't define it for ourselves, then other people will define it and our voice will be shrunk. It will be quieted. It will not matter. So I've I've been in the ring a a lot, many a times with (laughs) helping others really see my worth and for me and them to receive my worth the way that I see it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're saying some really powerful stuff. And I, I mean, seriously, it's funny. I, and, and I usually do this when I bring, for, for those who are listening, I know Lavelle personally. So she's not a stranger coming into this space on the podcast. I usually say like, Oh, my girlfriend. And she is, she's that woman. And from the day that I met you, your energy is electric. It's very inspiring. It's, but it's also warm. And it's interesting. I'm like, it's like you have the perfect, this is a perfect space for you because I think more women need to see that moms can be electric. We can be fiery and warm and nurturing. We can, Mm -hmm. we can have all of those elements. We don't have to minimize our voice here and show up a little bit more over there. And, oh, I better be, it's like, no, you can be all of you. And I think, you know, you, you embody that. I mean, I think that's why, you know, we've always kind of clicked because you have the fire and I know I have fire and that's been a tough space for me as a mom, because I don't like, no, I don't, I don't want to play small. <laughs> like I can't, I can't do that. Like I, you know, and I get it, you know, I want to make sure our family unit is moving forward and all the yeah. things, but I'm not going to become the small, you know, mouse over here while doing that. I need to yeah. also show up. And um, I, I just want to give more moms the permission slip to show their fire and that the fire doesn't equal now somehow you're a lesser quality of a mother or just because you shared something on social media that was purely just about you, that doesn't make you lesser caring yeah. of, of, of your children. You know, there's, yeah. it, there is an, and it isn't, yeah. it doesn't have to be an, or, um, so yeah, no, thank you girl. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, I got two more questions for you. Then we're going to go. Okay. What are you most looking forward to at this point in your life, just in general? What, what, as you would sit in this stage of life and looking, looking ahead, what are you looking forward to? Great question. Um, because I, it's a couple of things. I mean, there are some very, um, um, very tangible things that I want to be able to say that I've accomplished. Um, One of them is my book that I have Mm. been working on for the last um, couple of years. And so the working title is The New Black Mom, The New Black Mom, um, how how to shift from guilt, shame, and fear Mm. and and parent um, with intention and, and confidence and boundaries. 
Yes. And th- those are really important because it speaks to exactly what you just said. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't have boundaries. We don't even know what they are. <laughs> right. We don't use, you know, we don't use But we're trying to teach our children that. And, yeah. you know, and, and understand that children are picking up on the energy of, of you. You could be yeah. saying all the time for them to do this in within this boundary. But if you have none, they're constantly mitigating that. So anyway, I'm sorry. Keep going, girl. No, no, but and and I and I see them with my, you know, having a boy and then a girl. Uh, I I get both of the energies. Alec yeah. is very laid back and and very quiet, and he he have little words. Braylon <laughs> is very the opposite. But she has said to me, she's like, "Mom, you're very good about saying, hey, Braylon, conversation over. Let's take a pause and let's stop." Now she would push when she was much younger, and mm. she's attempting to get past this boundaries that I've set. Mm-hmm. And does it work, right? Even if I have to close the door and 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 say a couple of choice words. But here's what mm. what what I'm teaching her and modeling that you too have that right. Yeah. And so what has been missing for us as moms with our mothers and the four, you know, the generations that came before us, is that we didn't we didn't model certain things. So we think then once they become a parent or a mom in particular, that all of a sudden they're going to know how to do this. Right. They are not. They're going to be able to parent with intention. They are not. I mean, Mm -hmm. so these things didn't exist. So anyway, that is one of the things that I want to be able to accomplish something that's tangible, something that is going to support the work that I do. Um, So I would would be able to do that. I also would love to do a TED talk. And so I have a a couple of working titles. And one of my recent ones is uh, The Power of Ground Zero. Ooh. Okay. Don't tell us, like, don't give it away, but we need to make sure. I don't even know who are the powers that be that you get in spaces, you know, to, to be considered. I mean, there's a lot of, I guess, different offshoots of TED Talks now, but yeah, yeah, you need to do a TED Talk. Yeah, you need yeah. to, you definitely. Yeah. And, uh, and so that, and then, and then of course, the last thing is really the work that we're doing around our tech enabled uh, solution. Um, and her name is Melinda and that's mm-hmm. the, the mom app, which really, really focuses on making the lives of black moms easier. And also, and ultimately all moms, but then also helping her to be able to check those health risks sooner. So those would be the things that I really have on my list um, at this point. Um, And so excited about it again. And and it does, it takes work. It takes a lot more support um, than even I thought when I first journeyed on, hey, I just want to do a workshop. Ta-da. <laughs> so, no, when you're gifted that seed, you know, I'm working with women right now on a coaching program, helping them honor the seed, the, the, the little thing that's like, Oh, I just have a little idea. It's like, you better go honor it because what it, it does is it's the seed. It's, it's, it's the, you know, it's just the beginning. It's just trying to get your attention to nurture it. So it, you know, start to bloom. Ah, uh, okay. This has been really wonderful. I really want people to know. If I know, listening to this, women are like, "How do I get involved with Mom Logics? How can I get connected?" So maybe share some social media or website or ways that women can connect to you and the whole Mom Logics organization. Of course. So, so we have um, a website which is momlogics.com, and that's Mom Logics with an S. Yes. Yes. <laughs> .com. Uh, uh, you can also find me personally, reach out to me on Facebook. I'm there. IG, I'm there. Mom Logics is there. I'm also on LinkedIn. 
uh, so that you can find me is, is there. We do have a private group um, that's on Mom Logics, right? Our, yeah. our social community is private, and here's why. We have tried a couple of different times <laughs> to make this public, and the moms are like, no way, yeah. I got people out in the world, I don't want them to know about this or that, and, and I get it, we respect it. So yeah. the group is private, but however, if you, you find us on, it's the Mom Logics Redefining Black Motherhood, you send us a request, you know, we'd certainly love to answer a couple of those questions, which is really how many children um, right. we'd love to have you there. Um, and then we have an event that's coming up. So moms who are listening. Oh, this is not until. Oh. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say. So we're reco- we pre-record. You okay. guys are going to miss the amazing event. <laughs> <That she Okay. laughs> the amazing is what is levels. Is it level it up summit or le- what is it? it level next? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's level up summit and it's, it, the future of you but i'd love that because it's it, it helps to take the pressure off of you mom like sometimes i would find like i gotta find a thing that i need to that has the information that my kid needs to get so it takes the pressure off me having to get them give them this yeah. information so yeah. level up summit yeah so uh, you'll miss that however yeah. Palmer, looking forward to being able to do some wonderful events outside of that uh, with and our moms. Lavelle has beautiful events, you guys. So I, you need to tune in because I've never seen you do anything that's just not really aesthetically beautiful as well as, you know, just, you know, good content. So I'm sorry, those of you, some of you who listen, maybe were, you know, heard about it. So you attended or you were able to, you know, get your child to be a part of that, but there'll be more, there'll be more to come. So so we're going to go to a bonus. I have to ask you this, even though I, I technically should be shutting down. I have to ask before the bonus. This has nothing to do with anything we've talked about. This is very important to me. And I know you love music. I know you're a music lover. And we are re- we're, we've been creating this playlist. That everyone's like, when the playlist going to come out? I'm like, I have decided to do the whole first season of guests, get their oh. songs, and then we'll put it on Spotify. So what nice. song just would you say is like a theme song for you? For right now, where for right I, now for today, I know it's probably gonna change tomorrow. Mine changes yeah, tomorrow. Right, it's gonna be today tomorrow. So yeah, I love this question because because well, I love music. Yeah, uh, I love music, and so I'll say right now where I am, Kenya, I am Whitney Houston, who is my all-time favorite, step by step. Mm, all right, let me if write you that know down. the lyrics of step by step, I will I will spare everyone the the, the me singing it. <laughs> But, you know, find find the lyrics first and then listen to the song, because that's really I am. I am taking it step by step, bit by bit. Bit by bit. Yes. Yes. No, Whitney. Yeah, no, that is a good song lyrically. It's a really good song lyrically. Ah, okay. Well, that's on the list. It'll be on the playlist. Thank you so much. This has been beautiful. This has been really inspiring and I think, you know, for those moms who maybe have been really struggling, which I cannot think of a mom who has it, but I mean, who just really may be in a, in a, in a heavier space where they haven't felt like they could be really public about it. I think yeah. you've just given some really good encouragement and, and have now let women know that there are safe spaces and mom logics is one of them where you can show up and get supported, you know, for, for wherever you're at. That's that's exactly right. We will meet you where you are and we love you wherever you are because um, it is it's not the easiest journey, although it can be the most rewarding one when you're supported. Um, And one of the things I will say as a coach and as a consultant 
I believe this. And you talked about self-care and therapy is certainly one of those, whatever that therapy looks like, group coaching or um, mm-hmm. therapy as a, as a, as a counselor. Mm-hmm. Um, healing is revealing and revealing mm-hmm. is healing. And I love my journal, but I also love my girlfriends and you're one of them. And I love yeah. being able to share it out because when you can reveal it, it really starts to work toward the healing of it. Yes. And when you're healed, right, it really means that you have actually helping to reveal some things that have been hindering you and keeping you stuck. Absolutely. So I'll, Absolutely. I'll leave you with that. But this has been wonderful, Kenya. Thank uh, you. You're welcome. You're welcome. And if you guys have enjoyed, we're going to do a quick bonus. It's very quick. But only if you're a subscriber on Patreon do you get to hear it. So jump over to patreon.com. So one, you can officially see Lavelle um, on the video. And then you can also hear some bonus. I'm going to ask her some information more on some mommy stuff. So um, especially mommy after... <laughs> mom, not mother after 40. Our kids are a little bit older, right? Although my kids still call me mommy. So I, and I'm not trying to make it change. I'm like, yep, you 20 call me mommy. Yep. That's fine. But anyway, <laughs> so we're getting ready to go to our bonus, but for the rest of you, we'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to the podcast and share on social media using hashtag finding your voice after 40. To submit questions, email info at findingyourvoiceafter40.com.